welcome back to the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Asher, and today we'll be reading Chapter 7 of Minecraft Dungeons, Rise of the Arch Illager. Let's dive right in. Chapter 7 Smacker yelped and dropped his sword, less in pain than in shock. His blade clattered to the ground near his feet, and his hands darted to his stomach right where he'd been struck. Archie staggered backwards, as surprised as anyone, that his insane, doomed-to-fail attempt to save Yumi from Smacker's rage had actually succeeded. He looked down at his fist, as if it had suddenly appeared at the end of his arm by magic. In all the times Archie had joined an Illager raiding party, he'd never once managed to defeat anything. A few times, he'd broken the ar- the bone of a skeleton or knocked off an arm of a zombie, but despite his best attempts, he'd never harmed a living thing. It wasn't that Archie hadn't wanted to. In fact, he'd wanted to more than anything to prove himself a strong illager of value to his tribe. Someone the others wouldn't constantly taunt. But the other illagers were faster than he was, and invariably got to anything that might have been his victim long before he could manage it himself. So when he actually punched Smacker, a mixture of horror and pride flooded through him. It flowed up from his arms to his head, clogging his mouth as it went so that he couldn't muster up a word of either triumph or excuse. All he could do was goggle at his clenched fingers. Then, Smacker shouted something both offensive and dismissive at him, finally breaking the spell. Archie gaped up at the much taller hero, blotting out the sunset's final rays. Smacker gazed down at the little illager with wide eyes. As he did, the surprise on his face transformed to righteous rage. He growled something which Archie could only interpret as a declaration of vendetta that would inevitably end in Archie's spectacular doom. Smacker took one step toward Archie before two of the other heroes stopped him, each with a hand on one of Smacker's shoulders. They spoke to him in their odd tongue, but Smacker only tried to shrug them off. They refused to let him go, even when he bent over and reached for the sword he'd dropped. Archie backed away slowly, unable to take his eyes off the shame-faced hero even for an instant. To his relief and disbelief, the heroes pulled Smacker away from his sword and set him back on his rump. Smacker grimaced in embarrassment as they laughed at him. One of the heroes lifted edge of Smacker's armored shirt, confirming that there was no wound there of any kind, not even a mark left on Smacker's skin. Another, the one who'd tried to help Archie earlier, produced a healing potion again and brought it towards Smacker's lips as a joke. Smacker growled at the others, pushing them away while he scrabbled toward his sword. From the way Smacker glared at him, Archie knew it would be the hero's next target. A hand fell on Archie's shoulder from behind, and he spun about to find Yumi kneeling next to him. 
We need to leave, she said. Now. He didn't feel the need to argue with her. In fact, he didn't feel much of anything at all. He'd gone numb from his toes straight up to his brain. He's let, he let her grab him by the hand and pull him away. His feet moved along as fast as she hauled him, if only to keep himself from being physically dragged on his knees. Where are we going? Archie eventually managed to say. He thought that she might haul him right to the edge of the village and eject him into the wilderness. But he'd gotten turned around in the tumult and couldn't tell which direction they were headed. Away from there, she said, her voice full of determination, trying to quell a rising panic. They seemed to be heading toward the edge of the village. From there, the whole squid... The whole of the squid coast sprawled before them, edging toward the distant creeper woods, someplace safe. There's no place safe, Archie told her. He meant those words as a complaint, a comment about the insecurity of the nature of the world around them. They struck him as painfully true. He couldn't go anywhere that Smacker wouldn't follow. He could change... Archie down to the end of the land itself. Yumi hauled up short so fast that Archie bumped into her. For a moment, she stood with her back towards him, her shoulders heaving. When she whirled around to look at him, her face was filled with anger and frustration, but it melted away when she saw him. You're right, she said. You can't run from them, but that doesn't mean there's no place safe. She grabbed him by the wrist again and marched back to the village. This time, Archie could tell exactly where they were headed, where they were going. No, he said to Yumi, why would we go there? They'll just tear it to the ground. Do you have a better idea, she asked. He, considering, he considered asking him, her to cut him loose, to let him run off on his own. He was small, almost unnoticeable. He might be able to hide for long enough, perhaps until Smacker and the other heroes lost interest of looking for him. But he couldn't muster the courage. When it came to trying to save Yumi in the heat of a fight, he apparently could find the means to do something lethally stupid. But when he had to make a cold decision about it, he couldn't find a way. He still, ha still, he had to try. Let me go, he whispered secretly hoping she wouldn't hear him. Her ears were sharper than he'd guessed. Forget it, she told him. You didn't abandon me, and I'm sure not going to abandon you. You're coming with me. As she spoke, they arrived at the front door of her home. Archie dug his heels in, then refusing to enter. They'll destroy the place and defeat you, he told her. I've seen it happen. She stopped, yanking on his arm, but she did not let go. This place has never been destroyed. Heroes don't any understand anything but violence, Archie said. They swing around swords so much that everything looks to them like something to slash. We don't have much time to argue this. Yumi said with a scowl, just get inside. 
Archie was ready to make a stand against her and force her to let to hear his argument. She at least would listen to him. She was kind and reasonable, unlike Sala and unlike Smacker. Before he could open his mouth again, he heard Sala shouting, There he is! Archie turned to see the villager coming straight at him with the heroes in his wake. The idea that Archie should stop and argue with Yumi vanished from his head. Instead, he leapt toward the door to Yumi's home, which she yanked open wide for him. The moment Archie was inside the house, the door slammed behind him. He spun about to thank Yumi for the kindness of her foolish act, but he saw that she wasn't there. She was standing outside the door instead. Archie tried to pull the door open so he could join her, but Yumi had a death grip on the doorknob and held it shut. She gave him a stern look through the window and told him, Stay there and be quiet. She wanted... Then she turned to face the others. What is it you want? Yumi said to Sala as she approached. She wasn't about to wait for him to start shouting at her. You know what we want, he said. Who we want. Give him to us. She crossed her arms and set her jaw against him, and the heroes who had massed behind him. So you, so you can defeat him? Forget it. Sala gave her a self-satisfied snort. I won't touch him. Villagers don't hurt anyone, you know that. But it's okay to turn them over to hulking bullies who will do that for you? She glared at Smacker. That's the same thing. Smacker shoved Sala aside, then sending the villager sprawling along the grass. He pointed at the door to Yumi's home in a vicious way and then at his boot. The meaning was clear. If Yumi didn't let the hero into her home, or at least bring Archie out of it, Smacker would kick the door down the door and haul the little illager out. Yumi didn't budge. If you want him, you'll have to go through me. Smacker drew his sword and raised it to cut Yumi down, but she refused to give him an inch. Before he could do anything to actually harm her, though, the other heroes grabbed Smacker and pulled him away. Smacker yelled in protest at his assault being foiled, but the other heroes refused to release him. They spoke to him in calm but firm tones, evidently trying to talk some sort of reason into him. He answered with them, them with frustration and anger, all while still flushed red with embarrassment, resolutely refusing to listen to them. Eventually, the four other heroes each grabbed Smacker by a limb and lift him hit and lifted him bodily off the ground, with him hanging, suspended, helpless, among them. They marched him out of town and into the surrounding darkness. Archie couldn't help but pump a fist in the air and cheer. He'd been sure that he and Yumi were doomed. The idea that the other heroes might step in to save them, to save them had never crossed his mind. 
to him, an illager, also called, also called heroes, were actually villains, people who didn't care about the lives of others, only to their own interests, to see them as Coral, one of their own, and haul him away, gave him hope he had never dreamed of. For a moment, he thought he might actually be able to carve out a home for himself in this village among people who cared about him and his safety. It was then that he saw torches and pitchforks. No, Yumi told the other villagers, don't do this, go home. We are home, Sola said with a mournful look on his face. As he got up and dusted himself off, so are you. He pointed to Archie, staring at them through the window in the door. But he is not. Yumi wasn't about to give that easily. We've been over this. You can't just kick him out. He hasn't done anything wrong. Sala frowned, as if something awful had crawled into his mouth and was actively making him sick. He punched one of the heroes. You know how we feel about violence. Yumi scoffed at that, but even Archie could tell the implications of that disturbed her. Do you really think that little... Archie could harm someone like that? The rest of them had a healing potion ready for him before he could even say ouch as a joke. Sala put up his hands, palms out, in what he probably thought was a placating manner. Look, Yumi, that's not the point. Then what is the point, Sala? Answer me that. If we can agree that Archie doesn't have the ability to beat up a hero, then what else is there to discuss? Sala glanced out into the darkness. Hard as it might be to believe that the attack really did disturb that hero, it hurt his pride, if nothing else. And if there's one thing we know about heroes, it's that they have long memories. The hero's friends might have hauled him away tonight, but there is no doubt that he will be back. Yumi's shoulders sagged, as both she and Archie realized that Sala was right. As long as Archie remained there, the village was in danger. Smacker might come back there at any moment point and raised the place to the ground out of sheer spite. So what, Yumi said, heroes come through here all the time. They take our food, butcher our cattle, and even sleep in our beds. They don't think of us as real people. They never have. How is what happened with Archie going to change that? Sala turned toward the other villagers. They all had massed behind him, carrying their torches and pitchforks. Archie realized that these were all they really had to protect themselves. If the heroes came back, even just Smacker came back, that wouldn't be enough. They'd be helpless before such an onslaught. They nodded at Sala in wordless agreement. 
Some of them were wore pained look looks on their faces. Others braced themselves with grim determination. But they all had agreed on one thing. Sala was right. Archie had to go. Sala gave Yumi a sad shrug. Honestly, I wish it wasn't so up until today you were right about the, your our, your little friend here. But now, when he when it matters most, he showed his true colors. He stood up to defend me just as I defended him. That's the problem, Sala said. Have you ever known a villager to attempt violence against a hero before? It doesn't happen because we are all peaceful people, and we know better. Up until he arrived, you knew better too. Yumi glared at the man. Are you telling me you're kicking me out of here too? None of us want that to happen, Sala said, choosing his words with care. That hero might be angry, but his anger seems focused on the illager. Our hope is that is that once your friend is gone, he won't care about the rest of our village. Yumi snorted at him in disgust. And if that bully comes after me, what are you going to do then? Sala squirmed, uncomfortable, with the implied accusation. Yumi turned to the rest of the crowd and spoke to them, her voice raw with emotion. What about the rest of you? Where do you draw the line? If the bully comes from me, what would you do? Archie tested the door in her anger. In her anger, Yumi had let go of the knob and find, and turned it freely. He opened the door and stepped out of the house. Don't do this. Don't do this, Yumi, he told her as he came to her side. I won't let you do this, not for me. He t- she turned to him, tears glittering in her wide eyes. No, Archie, she said softly. Don't you do this. Stay here with me. Be safe. Stay. He shook his head. Sala is right. Sala's a jerk. Archie chuckled despite that dark, the dark moment, as did several people in the crowd. But he's right about that hero. He'll come back for me. And he might well tear this place down to get me. We can't let that happen. He gazed deep into her eyes. I can't let that happen. What are you going to do? Yumi's voice cracked a bit as she came to the realization that this was an argument that she wasn't going to win. Leave, Archie said. Now. Well, that's the end of chapter seven. Thank you all so much for listening and reading along. Until next time, where we'll be diving in a bit deeper into the interlude of Matt Forbeck's amazing book. This is the Ashcraft Minecraft podcast. I'm your host, Asher. Peace.